This message is presented to you by Pastor David Lambert and Exceed Life Church in Virginia Beach, Virginia. For more information, visit ExceedLifeChurch.org. Happy New Year to everybody. Aren't you excited that you woke up in the new year? Praise God. Well, welcome home, folks. Welcome, visitors. It's wonderful to see everyone today. Just a few quick announcements. Um, our Growth Track class is next week, Sunday. Um, it's from 12 to 3.30. And if you've been in our church, uh, visitors, if you have been here for over a month or so and feel led to become part of the congregation and say, you know what, I want to give an outward uh, commitment to the to this church and I want to be under the uh, pastor care of Pastor David and be have an accountability. And also, if I, uh, I want to start helping out. It's a great opportunity to come to the class next Sunday, and um, we'd let you know what, how we run our church, what kind of government it is, um, what we do with the finances, and what dream teams there are, and what are your spiritual giftings that God has uh, endowed to you. Um, so next Sunday, lunch is provided, daycare is provided, uh, sign-up sheets at the welcome table. Please complete that by today. Um, and also, if you are interested in getting water baptized, um, we will have a, a sign-up sheet at the welcome table, hopefully by next week, so we can have see who's interested in it. We normally get it done at Thalia Lynn Baptist Church, so I would have to find out how many people are interested in and then contact them to um, reserve the time. Um, usually they, they let us do it once a month, but we have to contact them in advance to find out what day it is. Um, so that would be great if we know who's coming. Um, they actually let us do it for free. So we don't, they, they don't charge us for it, but we do give them a love offering um, for their time and being able to use their um, facility. All right. Um, I believe that's all the announcement I have. So let's go into prayer. Father God, I thank you, Lord, today. Thank you, Lord, that you're helping to, uh, me to minister your word today. Give me the right words to speak your words and um, the, the things that ne- is needed for the people here and for the people who are listening online. I thank you, Lord, that, I, that you have given us grace and favor. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Well, you know, next week, Sunday, we are going to start our fasting. Who's excited? I am. I'm actually excited. Uh, Well, I'm nursing, so I can't really fast. So so it's kind of ironic. But no, but I am going to be fasting in in the aspect of since I can't really do the particular fasting, I'm going to fast processed food junk food and just eat healthy which is part of the Daniel's fast anyway so I'm just going to incorporate that but just being careful Um, but I'll go into more of that but so our fasting is going to be three weeks starting Sunday January 8th of next Sunday and it's going to go all the way to January um, 28th of this month and then we are going to have a fellowship dinner on the last Sunday at the uh, Pembroke Manor Civic League just to celebrate our fast uh, breaking of our fast um, and so there is recipe books out there there's also why fasting um, information out in the welcome table so when you leave please um, take them with you and um, think about it pray about it this week and as I minister today I pray that it's going to help you to get, get boosting you to ready for your fast. All right. So, Pastor came to me last night, uh, yesterday, and said, Hey, I need you to preach. I'm, I'm, I need a break on my voice. And I'm kind of looking at him like, I-, I need more than just a day. But anyway, I'm not like him, but God's <laughs> grace, he's going to have it. And, and by, by God's grace, I have been thinking about uh, the fasting. And I was like, Well, Lord, 
I really don't want this fast to be just like a, another fast. Every year we do this, and it kind of get boring. And we don't want people to feel another fast. I did it. I've been there.、Um, I failed, maybe, or I, I was successful. Don't know if I want to continue to do it. We don't want it to be a, something mundane ritual that we do every year. We don't want people to feel that.、Uh, Do I have to do this again? We want you to see this as I get to do this, kind of like going to church. I get to fast is because it means you want to get closer to the Lord.、Yeah. And the reason why we do a fast at the beginning of the year is that we, just like our tithes and offering, our tithes, our ten percent that we give to the Lord, we're giving our month of January to the Lord. And then hopefully that what we pray that with the fasting is that it's going to move you. To put God first place for the rest of the year,、um, for each and every day that you wake up, that you put God first place. So we want to put January. Okay, Lord, I'm、um, reevaluating my year. And everyone, you know, every year people always make a New Year's resolution. They're either to lose weight, or either to start working out, or eating better, or Better temperament. Everybody always have something to do and something to say and something to move. Reason? How? Self help. We're always conscious about self help. I want to get better. I want to do better. Do you want to live your life like you've been living every single day last year? Do you want to live like it's like if you if you are struggling financially? Do you want to continue to live struggling financially? If you having a health issue, do you want to continue to struggle with the health issue or just to live in it? So, okay,、um, it's a thorn in my side. It doesn't look like I'm getting healed. I'm just going to deal with it, and I'm going just going to live with it. No, God said we don't have to live with it. Our body is is made in God's image.、Yeah. We are healthy and whole in Jesus' name.、Yeah. We don't have to live with a thorn in our body. We don't have to be fighting any kind of sicknesses in our body. We don't have to be fighting financial struggle. Because God, God is our Father,、yeah. and we are King's kids, yeah, and yeah, King's、right. kids should be living in a better lifestyle,、right. and not just for us to be blessed, but so that we can bless others,、yeah. so that we can show who God is in us, and so that people will see Jesus in us and say, "You know what? I want that.、Amen. I want that life.、Amen. I want that eternal life、Amen. that you have." Yeah, and yeah. that's the purpose that God has for us: is that He wants us to show His love. For his people,、Amen. and in order for us to do that, we have to make sure we are right. You can't confess this year is my year. This year, 2017, is my blessed year. I'm going to see miracles. I'm going to see breakthroughs.、Amen. But don't do anything. If you're just going to sit back at home and just and just be me, myself, and my family, and that's it. How are you going to be blessed? How are you going to be successful? It's because you're not putting anything. You, it takes works to put into things. If you want to be a doctor, you can't just say I'm going to be a doctor one one day, but not actually move forward to it.、Amen. You have to get an education. You have to go through college. You got to do this to become a doctor. You can't just confess and say I'm going to do this. And you have to have action with what you are believing for and your vision, your dream、right. that God has given you.、Amen. If He says, "You, I want you to be a doctor." You got to move towards it.、Amen. If you fail, don't worry. You already know what the vision is. You already know what God says. The end. You win. So that means move towards it. If you fail, get up and keep going.、Amen. It's because God is going to be there. He's going to meet you there. If He says, 
If he gives you that vision or dream of whatever he has in your life, go towards it. You know he's going to be there, and, and don't let anything hinder you because you, you got to look at it the positive side. Anything that hinders you is going to make you stronger. Amen. It's because he, you're going to appreciate what you get, have once you get there. Amen. So you're not going to feel like a lot of pride or anything. Take it as a humility lesson and take it away to say, you know what, I'm going to learn from this. And no, devil, you're not going to defeat me. God's going to have it in hand. All right, anyway, that's kind of gone far away from what I was going to talk about. But anyway, our hope is that the fasting was going to help you. It's going to be a catalyst for you to move forward in God. And it's a, fasting is also to help you to get closer to Him. It's a relationship between you and God alone. And fasting is not an outward show like some of the Pharisees did in the Bible where they were fasting and they made them look like they are uh, feeling, I am fasting. That's their reward. God, God said fasting is between you and him, and he will reward you outwardly. And so we want to make sure we don't look like we're fasting, but it doesn't mean you can't do it. You can do it. We've done it, and you can do it too. So, so the question is, why should we fast? Well, first of all, we, we want to, I'm going to give you seven reasons why we fast and, uh, in, the, in the Bible. And the first one, it says that... Um, First is Jesus expects us to fast. Now, how do you say, why would I say that? It's like, well, fasting is in the Old, Old Testament. It's not in the New Testament. No, it's actually in Old and New. And Jesus mentioned it. And the thing is, Jesus didn't command us to fast. He expected, he assumed. If you look at cha- uh, Matthew chapter 6, verses 6 to 18, um, in Matthew 6, verse 16, it says this, Moreover, when you fast, do not be like the hypocrites with a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces that they may appear to men to be fasting. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face so that you do not appear to men to be fasting, but to your father who is in the secret place and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Underline the word when you fast. Did Jesus say if you fast? No, he said, when you fast. So he is assuming is a thing that we are supposed to be doing, that when you fast, this is what you should expect. So, that, so it is important that we fast and because God, Jesus expected, and Jesus, he, he himself fast as well. Um, so also another example was in Matthew chapter 9, the Pharisees um, they weren't very happy with Jesus and his disciples. When are they ever happy, right? Um, but they were kind of arguing with Jesus. And why aren't your disciples fasting? And Jesus said, would you mourn when the bridegroom is here? And the bridegroom is Jesus. He said that the disciples will fast when the bridegroom is no longer here. And so that is, that's, again, another assumption. Jesus was saying that they will fast. We are his disciples. We should be fasting. So we should be participating in the fasting because Jesus expects us to fast. And so the um, second reason that we uh, fast is that it helps us to seek guidance from the Lord. And if we don't know what, what to do, fasting helps us to seek Him. It takes away the flesh. It takes away our senses of what we desire in material, what we desire, what, what we feel, what we see. It takes all that away. We let the inner man become 
come in, in control rather than the outer man be in control. And we allow the Holy Spirit to work in us so that we can hear God a lot better. So when we are fasting, we are seeking God. And just like in the same way, Paul, he, uh, he was fasting in the Acts, um, Acts in chapter 14. And um, what he was doing is he was anointing elders and he was establishing the church and everything. And he was fasting for wisdom and guidance in what to do with the churches. Um, the other part was that if you look back in the Old Testament, Israel, they fasted before they go to a battle. Um, one example was in... I'm trying to see which scripture was this one. Um, in the book of Judges, um, chapter 20, the children of Israel, they, they went up to God, they, they wept, they fasted, and they were trying to seek the, this um, direction in, what do we do? Should we go and attack um, our family, the Benjamins tribe, and, or should we just stay back? And so when they were fasting, they heard from the Lord, and the Lord said, go, and I'll let you uh, go and conquer them because you will win. So the thing is, fasting helps us to hear God much better in the direction that we need to go in our lives. Third reason for fasting is that is for intensity in prayer. Sometimes we get to the point where we need something quickly. We need a quick answer. And fasting helps us to get into that intense mode. For example, at Queen Esther, her people were going about to be destroyed. And she knew she had to go to the king, knowing that she can't go into his throne without permission. And anybody who goes in there without permission can be killed. And so she fasted for three days. She had her people fast. Even the animals fasted. And she seeked the Lord and, and waited on the Lord. And then on the third day, she was ready to go. And that that anointing, that spirit of the Holy Spirit was on her in that fast. And she was able to go into the throne and, and not have fear because God will have it in hand. And that she had that grace, that cloak of graceness and that anointing on her that gave her favor with the king. And so in the same way, when we fast for that reason, you get that cloak of, of, of glory over you that will glorify God in it. And the other example is Ezra, who um, the prophet Ezra, he, his people were traveling back from Jerusalem. And, you know, traveling is not, you know, not safe sometimes. You have bandits coming, you have people attacking you, your enemies and everything. And he could have called the king and asked the king for soldiers to protect them on their travels. But he already declared that God's going to take care of him. And because he said that, he said, Lord, I put my word out there. I put you out there. You're going to protect us. And he fasted to make sure that they would be safe and protected. So fasting it gives you the intensity and pray. If you need something immediate, fasting helps in that area. So fourth reason for fasting is a sign of mourning. You didn't think of fasting would be a morning sign, would you? You would think it's for something more positive. But no, in Nehemiah, uh, during the time of Nehemiah, when Jerusalem was destroyed, and he heard about the destruction in Jerusalem, he, he um, cried out to God. He fasted. He was mourning. He knew that his people sinned against God. He knew that the only way to do was is to pray to God, but you can't just do a prayer, but he, he added fasting to it and asking God for, for, for forgiveness for his people. He knew they've sinned. He knew they need to turn her back and come back to him. And so sin had caused pain that prayer alone could not express. 
So fasting was a natural result for Nehemiah for his grief. So fasting may help you as well if you're in mourning or needing to mourn. Fasting may help. Um, so a fifth reason to, is to show humility in the presence of God. Um, we can't be prideful. If we're seeking the Lord, you can't be prideful. You can be bold. You can go into the throne of God and be bold because you are his child. Um, who has children in here? Doesn't your child come to you sometimes and say, demand something? They're pretty bold, aren't they? <coughs> and so it's because they're your children. They know that you love them and they know they have a right. But it doesn't mean you, have, you should have pride and go into the throne of God and demand things. And you need to have humility when you approach God. Um, so just the same thing with um, King David. He was God's after his own heart. And King David always, when he fasted, he, he purposely fast to humble himself. That's, again, take away from that flesh, that flesh that likes to take control of you, that wants to do things. And uh, it helps you to suppress your senses of the physical realm so that you can meet God in the spiritual realm. So uh, not humility is one thing to fast, but the other part is the sixth reason to fast is to worship God. Amen. So being humble and worshiping him goes hand in hand. You need both in order to um, interact with God. And so, uh, so like in Psalms 51, King David talked about humbling yourself. God desires us to be more uh, having a humble and a contrite heart than in outward um, works. It doesn't mean you can't fast. It just means he wants to, you to know that... Um, it's rather is that saying that we don't want to fast, but it's, it's saying that fasting without the right attitude does not touch the heart of God. We have to have a right attitude when we come to God and um, to as a relationship with Him, or as a seeking for a guidance, or as a just to talk to Him. We want to have a right heart attitude. So when this we, few weeks come up, when you are fasting, check your heart that you're doing it for the right purpose. Amen. And the purpose of us is to glorify God when we fast. Amen. And it's to a pur purpose for us is to get more intimate relationship with God. And that's the key point of fasting is that you want to have a better relationship with Him. You want to close a walk with Him. Yes. And you want to get to your, your year, set yes. your year, yes. so that you can meet Him and say, I expect great things. And I know you have great things for me this yes. year, Lord. I want to hear it. I want to hear what yes. you have for me. Yes. And so th th that's the reason why we're doing the fasting, because we want to hear His Word. Yes. So lastly... The seventh reason why we want to fast is for spiritual strength. Yes. We can't do it alone. We need the Holy Spirit to work with us. We need Him. We need to hear Him. And if we are so busy with this world, busy working, busy um, doing things for the world, we don't hear God easily. Right. So when we are fasting, it helps to strengthen us to hear God's Word, but also to help us to be guided by the Holy Spirit. So, for example, when Jesus went out to the wilderness to uh, uh, fast for 40 days, He didn't have any food or any water or anything. He actually actually went 40 days with nothing. But at the end of it, the Satan came in to tempt him. But because he's been fasting and he's been working and he's been working with the Holy Spirit, no matter what Satan threw at him, he just read the scripture right back to him. Amen. And that's what we need to do. We need to be able to bring forth 
the word mm -hmm. in order to um, fight against what the devil is trying to get at you. Amen. And if you fight him with word for uh, spiritual word, he's, you're going to defeat him every Amen. single time. Yeah, yeah. And if you're fighting in your flesh and you don't have the Holy Spirit helping you, he will defeat you That's every right. time. Amen. And one thing that we, we were watching Superbook the other day, and um, the devil was in there. He's like, you may come from heaven. He was talking about Jesus. But I rule the world. And yes, he did. He does rule the world. It's because mankind has given it to him. But praise God, Jesus came and gave us back that authority. Amen. And if you have God, if you have Jesus in your heart and you have your salvation, you stand up to that devil and say, I am the um, child of God. No matter what you do, I am beloved by God. Yes. And no, no wrong that I have ever done cannot be forgiven. And you ask, your, get, you ask for forgiveness, and it's been done. It's Amen. been washed in the blood. You are white as snow. Yes, yes. No, so whatever happened in 2016, and you didn't like, and you, you, you know you, didn't, you shouldn't have done that, or if you have sin, let it go. Ask for forgiveness. It's a new year. Yes, it's a new beginning. Yes, it's a new you. Yes, and you start over. You start, yes, you start yes. from fresh and say, okay, Lord. Yes. I'm in it this year. I'm excited. I'm ready for you. Let's go do this together. I want to make sure that I go and reach out to other people. I want to make sure I'm ready to hear your word. And what, what do you want me to do? Are you excited? What do you want me to do? And rather than, oh, being bombarded with all this trouble. No, we lift up, leave it to, uh, leave it, cast your cares on the Lord, Amen. for He cares for you. Amen. Don't take it back with you. Yes. No, leave it on the footstep of God and go with Him. Amen. Let Him take care of that load. You, that's not your yoke. His yoke is easy. Take yes. His yoke. Yes. Amen? Yes. And so, um, not just that, when you get spiritual strength, um, remember Jesus' uh, disciples were trying to cast out the spirit out of this young boy, and they couldn't do it. But when Jesus came, he told the spirit to leave, and the spirit left. And his disciple asked him, why couldn't we do it? And Jesus said, this comes out of prayer and fasting. Yes. Not just prayer, yes. prayer and fasting. Yes. So that's the reason why it's so important that we fast on a regular basis. And because it gives us power yes. over the um, minions of the devil. Amen. And it also wor um, works with our faith. And when it couples with our faith in God, we can create spirit um, spiritual miracles in our lives and in others. So, and so fasting and prayer is like a spiritual breathing exercise. So read, write the word down, spiritual breathing exercise. What you do, so inhale in. You're inhaling the pureness of God's word and exhale out. You're taking out any impurity in your body out and only putting the, the purity of God's word into your body. So it's a constant reliance of the Holy Spirit. So when you're breathing, remember um, the word of God and remember that you want to breathe in the good things of God yeah. and you want to let out the bad things uh, in your body. Yeah. Amen? So if you have bad thoughts, let it go. Thank let you. it go. Yeah. So things like that. So, so now that you know the seven reasons for fasting, um, you also know, need to know that fasting has to couple with prayer. It has to couple with time with the Lord. So this three weeks, don't just focus on, I'm going to abstain from food. I'm going to abstain from this. I'm going to abstain from that. It needs more than just that. 
you're doing the physical part of the of this fast, but you need to do the spiritual part. The spiritual part is getting into the Word of God each and every day. Um, get into Him, read the Bible, worship the Lord. Take time to really get to know Him. Say, Lord, I want to know You. I want to get to know what You want have for me. Let's get together. Let's read together. You know when you're a best friend with somebody, you say, hey, let's hang out. Do that with God. Hang out with Him each and every day. Make it a purpose to hang out with Him. Five minutes, if that's all you can give. Ten minutes, if that's all you can give. An hour, if that's what you can give. But each and every day, set forth your mindset. I'm putting you first. No matter what my day looks like, I'm putting you first before I start my day. Because the thing is, if you don't start your day with God, He's going to be pushed down on the list and keep being pushed down to the point where I'll try tomorrow. Amen. So, but put him first and you will see God move in your life. But so, and it's hard because our flesh is going to fight wanting to be with the Lord, but push through, endeavor through, and you will see the glory of God in your life. You will see what you are looking for, the revival that you're looking for in your family, the uh, miracle of healing that you're looking for, the finance breakthrough that you're looking for. Put him first in everything and always put a conscience in the fasting is what we want is that you have a conscience of him first place. And if you have a conscience of him, you will have the faith in him that God will handle things. And when you do that, you will think of him in everything you do. Even brushing your teeth, you will think of him. Putting your shoes on, getting into the car, you'll be thinking of him. And that's what we want to be able to do is just have thought God thought in your head. Who ever been here when you first fell in love? When you first fall in love, what can what do you know? Even when you watch a movie, you can't stop thinking about that person. Amen. You're always thinking, what is he doing? What is she doing? Or oh wow, he was so cute. Or, or those type of things. You're constantly thinking about that yes. person. Yes. So we want you to get back to that first love yes. when you first became, yes. first yes. got saved yes. and got really just want to know everything about him. Yes. I say, Jesus. I'm in awe of you. And that's what we want you to get to when you do your fast this um, next few weeks is that we want you to fall in love with God again. And that's the important part. And when you are fasting, we want it to be not just by for you, but for the church as well. So this fasting is twofold. It's for congregation fast and for your individual fast. So as a congregation, what we're believing this year, we're gonna we wanna launch this Love Thy Neighbor campaign this year. So we want to get God's directions on that. We want to have a vision of people coming into this church that we can love, that we can share the gospel with them, that we can get them to become disciples of the Lord and have them do the works of God. And so stand in agreement with us as our church grows, that that's what we're believing for, for the 2017. And whatever you're believing this week, I want you to sit down, pray with the Lord, sit with him and say, Lord, why am I fasting? What do I need to fast for? And what's the purpose? Main purpose is to glorify God and be more intimate with him. But what are you seeking for in your life? Have a vision. Dream something for this year. If you want a house, dream about that. Start doing a vision board. Put up the house up and fast and thank the Lord for it and keep, have something, have a purpose yeah. in this uh, year. Just don't go day by day, just the same old ritual. You want to have something where you can grow higher in God 
yeah. and not say as a baby Christian, but become spiritually mature in Christ. Amen? Amen. All right. So set your year off right by putting God first place in your life. Fasting can result in a dynamic personal revival in your own life and make you a channel of revival to others. So that's basically all I got for the message. Okay, so so let's put God first place in our life. Let's seek Him and put Him as our priority this year. And you will see, I promise you will see the glory of God in your life. Amen? Amen. All right, praise God. Now, there are three types of fasts. One is a full fast, which is no water, no food, or anything. Um, the other one is a Daniel fast, which basically you take all the processed food out, no, no meat, no dairy, no sweet. Um, and then the partial fast is basically from uh, dawn to dusk that you don't eat, but you eat during the evening time. And then, of course, the water-only fast or juicing fast. And we have all the information at the table for you to de- uh, decide what you want. But we also recommend that you seek your um, doctor for help, if, um, for medical, make sure that you are healthy enough to fast and pray what kind of fast would, um, that you're able to do because we don't want you getting sick or hurt through this fast. We want you to be doing this in a safe way. Amen? We thank you for listening to this message. For more information, visit us at exceedlifechurch.org 